The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 173 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. A new place for gaming has opened in Midwest City. We'll have more on the Game Lounge in a few minutes, but first it's time for the Week in Geek. The Avengers Endgame takes just 11 days to earn more than $2 billion. The latest movie, Marvel movie bumped Titanic out of the spot for second highest grossing film of all time and now sets its sights on Avatar. Just to give you an idea of how big it is to pass $2 billion in just 11 days, it took Avatar 47 days to reach the same point. Avengers Endgame also delivered a nearly $146 million domestically in its second weekend in theaters. Spider-Man is getting an early release date of three days. Originally scheduled for release on Friday, July 5th, Spider-Man Far From Home will now open on Tuesday, July 2nd. This gives Sony Pictures a head start on the 4th of July weekend, where the film is projected to open in the top spot at the box office. The change in release date should serve to benefit the film's chances at pulling in a larger opening weekend than Spider-Man Homecoming, which opened to $117 million domestically with a July 7 release date. The short break between it and Avengers Endgame, a little more than two months, should also serve to benefit Far From Home at the box office. Dungeons & Dragons fans, get ready for an announcement of four new products. D&D Live 2019, the uh, three-day event is taking place May 17th to the 19th, and organizers say they plan to introduce their upcoming storyline and three other items. The live cast is similar to last year's Stream of Many Eyes, where game developers announced Waterdeep Dragon Heist, Dungeon of the Mad Mage, and other peripherals. D&D's senior director says the event will end with a major announcement, and fans should watch to the live event to find out what it is. Lucasfilms announces a new series of books leading up to the December release of Episode 9. Journey to Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, includes novels and comics for all ages, Titles include the novel Resistance Reborn, where Poe Dameron, General Leia Organa, Rey, and Finn struggle to rebuild the Resistance after their defeat at the hands of the First Order in Star Wars The Last Jedi. There's a comic miniseries called Allegiance coming out from Marvel, and the novel Force Collector will take place before Force Awakens with the synopsis, a restless teenager sets out to discover what connection his mysterious Force powers have to the fabled Jedi and what the Force has in store for him. This has been your Week in Geek. So we've got also a new home for gaming opening its doors in Midwest City. The Game Lounge, located on Douglas Boulevard between Southeast 15th and 29th, offers customers a variety of tabletop choices from board games to RPGs. Here to give us all the details is owner Kelly Swartz. Kelly, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Tell me about the Game Lounge. Now, first off, you are open. How long have you guys been open now? Uh, we opened our doors April 24th, so just a little over two weeks now. No, wow. No going, so. <laughs> Brand new. Brand new. I did get a chance to visit it on Thursday or Wednesday, and I tell you, it's got that new right. building smell. It's so nice. 
I, are you are you excited that you've got it open and ready to go? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I got a chance to announce uh, whenever I even first started the Facebook page about a you know uh, signing the lease on December third. <laughs> it was, and I was like, okay, here we go. They kept on telling me maybe it'll be by February we can be open. It's like okay, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, well, maybe a little bit earlier. Then okay, no, now it's March. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, well, now I have permits and things. Okay, now it's gonna be able, okay. Let's just go. Let's just get it yeah. open. So uh, no, we're glad glad to finally have our doors open and we're glad to finally be able to start meeting the community as they've slowly been coming in and it's been a great experience just to be able to kind of meet new people and get and to come in and hear a lot of people say man I'm just glad to have something on this side of town of the metro the east side yeah. you know now I don't have to drive you know 25 miles or so mm-hmm. to you know north or south to go to kind of their nearest one so and that's go into the city somehow yeah, yeah absolutely yeah and so that's one thing I'm glad to hear and, and that's kind of what I felt uh, being a game enthusiast and gamer myself uh, you know, I've made those trips down to, you know, other stores, you know, and so I, I understood that and I kind of saw where I was and the location I went, man, there's nothing really around here. You yeah. know, I really wanted to say, okay, I'm seeing how gaming and what I enjoy with tabletop coming to the mainstream. And I said, okay, maybe this is the time. This is the time to say, let me branch out a little bit, uh, kind of do this as a supplement to my income and say, hey, I want to take this hobby and let's go and see, let's put it out there and let's see if I can get those gamers kind of away from the kitchen table and just their groups and come and start to kind of build a community Mm -hmm. outside of the home. How have the first two weeks been for you? Uh, Two weeks have been great. Um, I would say the best thing has been gamers coming in and really kind of taking ownership of saying this is my local game store mm-hmm. and saying I'm not just going to come in and just kind of browse it's I'm going to come in I'm going to start a dialogue I'm going to say hey I'm glad you're here I love what you've done with the place the tables the kind of what I'm trying to do with it and then say here's kind of what I would like to see from my store okay. which helps me out mm-hmm. because I know what I like, you know, I'm, I'm more of a tabletop role player. I love board games. Um, I'm not as well versed in card games and things like that. So having members of the community come in and say, Hey, I am a card gamer. You know, Mm -hmm. I enjoy magic. I enjoy Pokemon or I enjoy Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever the case may be. I'm kind of a representative for a part of the community because I have a following of so much, you know, or so forth. And, uh, this is kind of like what we would expect, what we would like to see from the store. And that's great because then I can go, okay, let's do this. You know, like I tell people all the time, I'm a small business owner. I'm not held to a corporate hierarchy or anything. It's a, they come in, they say, uh, this is kind of what we don't like. Well, this is what we do like, or this is what we'd like to see. And I go, awesome. Let me we'll check. fix that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, however we, we need to scoot the tables out a little farther. We can do that. We need the chairs. It's awesome. You know, or whatever the case may be, you know, times even. Uh, yeah. And that's probably one of the big changes that we're looking at right now is that I really had to kind of have an off day for myself because being a small business owner, is just me and family that are right. running it. So to kind of have for a little while, yeah, yeah, you got to depend on the family. Absolutely. Uh, and so to kind of have that one day to where we can, can, you know, do our own laundry or, you know, take over <laughs> the yard or whatever the case may be, you know, we needed that one day and it's been Sunday, but we've really kind of 
felt from the community is like, man, you know, I, especially kind of the mature, you know, yeah. who are going Monday through Friday or they're working. And it's like, man, the only time I have off is those weekends and it's going, okay, I hear you community that, that I, I totally understand. And so um, that's kind of one thing that we're looking at right now is that we're probably starting June 1st, whenever we start introducing kind of the fee structure and things like that is we'll probably be moving to a Sunday open Monday close. Right. Right. Cause most people do have to work Monday right. through Friday and, and, and this would allow them to come in. I know a lot of people do. It's like uh, for my, my, Myself, for example, I, I work Monday through Friday, and the only days I could actually do anything uh, are on Saturday or Sunday. Right. And so I think opening it up then that's that's great. So you're you're listening to the community. Oh, absolutely. And, and finding out what their needs are to to make a, a better place. Right. And, and that was the thing is that I knew introducing this to the community. I couldn't be hard nosed. I couldn't be, this is where it's going to be, you know, because just as they're dependent on me to be open for them, I'm dependent on them to help me stay open. Yeah. And so it is a relationship, you know, and that's how I want it to be. I, I don't want people to feel like, you know, whenever they come in that it, they're ignored or that, you know, I'm uh, anytime someone comes in and I know that other stores do that, you know, you have some that are corporate hierarchy, you know, kind of franchises that, you know, it says in their handbook, as soon as you hear that ding of the door, hi, welcome to so-and-so, yeah. you know, things like like that but i try to go that step farther and have a conversation meet them yeah. what are they interested in what what drew them to here you know and some people i've had some people come in just not really knowing the game open the door kind of take a few steps in realize oh okay this isn't video games or electronic games this right. isn't for me and you go oh, okay well i'd still appreciate you coming in <laughs> you know hopefully and pull some of those people away from video games that is oh that is definitely the hope i mean and because I have nephews and nieces. Um, I don't have any kids myself, but seeing them grow in the process, my eldest nephew is 14. So seeing him kind of go through um, the video game phase. And I mean, I, I'm that fault for that. I mean, I'm the uncle who was, you know, like, oh, okay, what? You don't have the new Xbox yet? Well, I'm getting a new Xbox and you can take my old one. Or, you know, you know, so it's like, here you go. Or for Christmas, here's the games that you need to be playing. Right, exactly. And so, I mean, I've seen him go through that phase. And it's one of the things to where for us as a family, we try to enjoy our time together playing tabletop games. I mean, it's just we, you know, use Alexa because they're upstairs and going, hey, come on down, you know, we're playing games, you know. And whenever we do, it is a put your phones aside. You know, that's our time to socialize. It's, you know, ticket to ride. You're playing there. You have your cards in your hand. And, you know, it's not an overly complicated. You're either getting the colors you need or you don't. And, you know, as you're drawing and you're going around, you're able to talk. And then how's your week going? Mm -hmm. How are things going? You know, Facebook is great. As a small business owner, you oh, yeah. are so dependent upon it for advertising and things. But it's one of those things to where I think that it's caused the society for socializing. When it comes to I have friends, it's that number. Yeah. Oh, I, I have friends. Yeah. Look, I have, you know, 800 friends right. on Facebook. Okay. Well, how many of those are actually close friends? Do you meet with on a regular basis? How <laughs> many of those? <laughs> right. I mean, we're lucky if it's two yeah. for most, for most cases. Exactly. It's more of a... Well, I know what's going on in their life. I don't need to schedule a, you know, time to go do dinner and catch up because I can see their status updates. Right. I can comment and they can feel that, oh, man, I'm so sorry you broke up with that person. You know, <laughs> it's not a actually get together. Here's my shoulder. If you need to cry for a while, that's yeah. fine. You know, it's a it's from a distance. Yeah. And you see that even with the way neighborhoods are set up. You see the yeah. way traffic, it's kind of, it's home to work, back to home. It's yeah. kind of, that's where our bubble is. That's where, well, I can still interact with 
and react to people being at home by likes or smiles or, right. you know, text messages or jumping on gaming. You know, yeah, I have friends and I do a lot of stuff with them. Well, what do you do? Well, you know, we played Fortnite for four hours. <laughs> you know, exactly. you go, okay, well, have you actually gone out and done something with him. Well, no, I mean, I'd go over to his house. Well, what do you do over his house? Well, I'm play Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <yeah. laughs> and you're kind yeah. of going, no. But in okay. real life, it's very important to have these connections. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I was fortunate enough last night uh, to go to a friend's uh uh, family of the Friends Church, and mm-hmm. they had a board game night to kind of oh. get a chance to promote yeah. and things. And one of the, uh, the ladies there is a teacher, an art teacher. And so getting to talk to her as a how she's having to, she's, uh, you know, we aren't teacher, you know, she should be able to focus on art. Yeah. But she's talking about times where conflict resolution or, you know, a kid says something. And so seeing that reaction, they, you know, trying to say, you need to tell them you're sorry or, you know, are you understanding how your words affected this person? Because look at them. Well, I don't want to look at them, you know, <laughs> or, you know, say you're sorry. Well, you know, they just don't understand their impact yep. their words have because if it's through text, if it's over a headset, yeah, you might hear a verbal reaction. But if it's, you know, actually how they take it, you know, and they, they have an actual physical reaction of, you know, lowering their eyes or crying or something happening, you don't know that unless you're actually there with them. And a lot of kids don't know how to respond to those social right. cues. And it's, it's, it's a hard thing to say, hey, do you see how your words have an effect? And do you see why it's important to say you're sorry or to do things? And they don't quite understand that just because so much of their interaction uh, nowadays is through technology. Yeah, and conflict resolution is very important in board games because you're actually sitting there facing them, dealing with, with, you know, because it's sometimes it's a competitive game. Right. So you've got to figure out how to either work together or, or, you know, deal with the situation where you just backstab somebody for some example. Oh, yeah. And looking them in the face while you're doing it. Exactly. Oh, I see your, you know, just that's what we were playing last time to get to ride. So just kind of thinking that in place of going, okay, I'm going to lay this track here, knowing I'm interrupting your destination, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever, and happen to see them react or because, I mean, they can't do anything until their turn. So you're probably talking with, hey, this is a dual track. Can you get that one? I'll get the other side. We can block this guy out, you know, and that person feeling ganged up on and now they start to react in a way that's not fair no that that getting upset but realizing that okay that's where that critical thinking that strategy Mm -hmm. that going above and beyond that once you see those things how can you protect yourself next time or how can you learn and that's that's how i see tabletop gaming is that it's kind of a need in today's culture it's something that helps people to develop creative thinking, creative writing, uh, problem solving, um, get a chance to socialize, get a chance to lose and go, (laughs) okay, we can just reshuffle or set the board up again and play it again, you know? And for any, if anything, I think it's a great realization that the people who probably learn more about the game are the ones who lose Mm -hmm. because they're going, okay, what strategy beat me? How can I counteract that strategy? And then once you finally do it, you know, win and that other person go, oh, wait, okay, now I have to think about this because I was just doing whatever I was doing was working. Well, right. now all of a sudden they've learned another way to do it. Now I got, and you see that even in sports. I right. mean, you hear it all the time. And you that, know? Goes, that goes all the way back to chess. Oh, absolutely. When you, when you, uh, you, know, you could be the worst chess player in the world, but if you're playing the best one, he's going to beat you all the time, but you're going to go around and you're going to get better at it even though you're losing. Right. Oh, absolutely, because you're going to be learning mm-hmm. from, and if anything, you're going to be paying more attention if you are behind or if you are losing because you're trying to pick out, okay, I know I'm now in a critical spot. How am I able to turn this on its head and get in the lead or fix this, you know? And, and so, yeah, I I really feel like 
that's what I'm hoping I'm providing to the community as a spot to be able to come together. And the thing I loved about last night is seeing people come in as singles or as couples Mm -hmm. and joining in with tables and saying, Hey, oh man, you guys are playing secret Hitler. I love secret Hitler. Well, Hey, come on, hop in, you know, or, you know, or cards against humanity. Yeah. yeah, Right. (laughs) Uh, Or even um, uh, had a gentleman sit down and say, Hey, I see you guys are starting to learn, you know, star Wars force and destiny. Can I sit in and create a character? Yeah, absolutely. He ended up coming back a little bit later and, uh, playing with that table after creating a character after the rest of the table finally got there later that evening and, you know, got himself oh, to introduce great. to new people and get a chance to to play and then, you know, kind of go, okay, neat, this is, you know, you're meeting people. And that's yeah. what I that's what I love to see. I love to see people coming in and I hear it all the time, hey, you're going to have a, like, looking for a group board or something? Like, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I want that. I would hate for people to feel like it's only like a roll, you know, roll 20 or something right. to find a group. You know, I have to go online. And then again, we have that media barrier of, you know, well, I'm having to Skype in or I'm, you know, we're doing our roles on, you know, and I know that one guy's always, you know, probably, you know, fudging his roles or <laughs> yeah, really and it's going, okay, you know, it, it's that desire to actually sit across from people, sure. have that role playing, have those things that it's you know, here we go. You know, I can see whenever I'm role playing how it's affecting that person. Are yeah. they getting upset? Are they not? Are you know? And then you know, not taking things personally at the table, but getting that chance to actually see each other and yeah. you know, have that time. But it's just, I don't know. It's something that is so fascinating that, and again, I think 20 years ago it, it was. You know, it's something we kind of kept at the kitchen table, something right. that, you know, wasn't something we brought out that said, hey, man, I love getting together with my guys and I, you know, role play as a, you know, female tiefling, you know, right. going, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Hold on a second, you know, what is that? Huh? You know, uh, and seeing it kind of come to the mainstream, I mean, I can even recall you know, just last year, you know, seeing ESPN, you know, a giant worldwide sports leader mm-hmm. having commercials that, you know, guy shows up to his friend's house in a centaur, you know, LARP, you know, and everything goes, oh, I got my fantasy nights confused, you know, but, <laughs> it, but it's that understanding yeah. that, okay, th- this is out there and then we're seeing the benefits of it. I mean, yeah. I'm, I've been slowly kind of looking at some research and things and seeing people doing thesis on sure. how Dungeons and Dragons or tabletop role-playing can, you know, bring about uh, therapy and being being able to say to have a therapist sit down and, hey, let's put a group together. Another big place they're using a lot is um, for uh, children on the spectrum for mm-hmm. autism and to say, hey, they love worlds that are you know what's going to happen. They yeah. love rules. They love knowing structure and saying, hey, this d- directly results to this, this, you know. And so being able to have th- that opportunity and have that social aspect to right. be able to meet people and they know, and you hear it all the time, hey, my memory of killing that, you know, that ancient dragon is just as vivid as my memory with my grandfather catching that fish at the oh, yeah. family pond. You know, it's so ingrained in the same way as that, man, my, me and my friends did that. Yeah. It's it's not my character did that or man, so-and-so did It's no, we, I did that. And, and that's what's so awesome about it. And, you know, and so that's, and again, I, I guess this is all kind of my passion about it coming yes. up, but that's why I wanted to, a place for that people community. to do that. Right. Absolutely. Um, now, and that's, you know, I did kind of want to go that next step um, and, you know, go with, you know, gaming tables. Right. I wanted to go with that step and saying, what do I as a game enthusiast and a player 
want to play on. Yeah. You know, um, and I've been to some of the other stores around and again, no slight on them at all. You know, they're going with what, you know, has worked and what yeah. has kind of been what, you know, all you need for a tabletop is a table. That's you know? true. <laughs> it's like, and, and chairs and the chairs might be comfortable. They might not, but you know, they try to, because people are going to be sitting there three, four, five hours, oh, yeah. you know? So it's one of those things to where they, they, you know, but again, as now being a business owner, yeah, you kind of have to put that price tag on everything. What does this cost? What does that cost? Yeah. What's my overhead? Um, now, I, most most gaming places are, uh, you, you, I've put, put them in two categories. Either they are uh, places where you can play games and they might sell a few, right. or they are gaming places where you can buy a whole, buy, there's several selections to buy, but they only have a few tables. You guys are more the fact that you are a place to play games. Now, you do Correct. sell some, but you've got these tables that you've got, is it nine of them, nine tables? Uh, it is 10 total. 10 total tables. Right. And these are amazing tables. Tell Thank us about you. those tables. Those tables, I got them from is a place called Table of Ultimate Gaming. Um, they uh, are, uh, their sales uh, numbers and everything that I call to talk with people um, are in Seattle, Washington, or the port, it's like the Portland, Washington area, so kind of the Northwest. Um, and then uh, it is kind of Chicago's where their warehouse is. And so I got a chance to kind of talk with one of the creators whenever I was doing this big order. Cause I mean, you know, not they, I, I would assume they're probably not common that they're getting a call and saying, Hey, I need, you know, 12 tables, <laughs> you know, right. for a spot. They're going to go, okay. Cause they do everything custom to order. So mm -hmm. it's not like, Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll just get those on the truck and you know, you'll have them in two weeks. Now it's like going, okay, this many tables. Okay. You know, we got to call our produce uh, production, you yeah. know, for, you know, get these made. And so, um, no, I wanted, they're, they're great tables. They're great to work with. I'm actually, a, a with their affiliate program. So it's one of those things to where I know that kind of my, uh, business advisor, whenever I was kind of building a business plan, he, whenever he heard, you know, me come in and say, Hey, I want to go with these tables. I know that they're above budget mm -hmm. than kind of what we were looking at, but I know that if I do it and go this way, I'm kind of setting myself apart. I'm trying to show I'm putting the money into the store. Um, and that's where he kind of went, oh, okay. And that's like, well, but here's the kicker. I can get part of the affiliate programs. If anybody wants to buy one, they can just go through my URL and I will I'll get a 10% commission off of every that's sale. Awesome. And so then he's, you know, kind of fist on me. Okay, there you go. Now you're thinking some other avenues, you know, for revenue. So you not know? only trying out the games, but you can also try out the game table. Absolutely. Yes. And, and that's what we even kind of set out to do whenever I was talking with uh, one of the uh, co-owners was, Hey, here are the tables I want. Here's some of the accessories. I definitely wanted the cup holders. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, how about you send me some other stuff to kind of really just deck one out? That way you can kind of show what it it can be, you know, to really show it off. You know, it kind of like the top model of a car. You know, here yeah. you go. Here's the here's all the bells and whistles. Um, and they've, you know, been great tables to work with. Um it is one of those things to where uh, we built all of those. <laughs> so, you know, you kind of get them in and go, okay, I think we were doing about maybe two and a half or so, th four by sixes a day. Oh and that gosh. was like almost, you know, full 12 hours spent building, you know, tables. But in the long run, it's been worth it. it and they're big so they can they can hold, especially for uh, when we play D&D, especially for DDAL, where right. you've got a DM plus seven, up to seven players. These are big enough to hold all these players. Plus, if you wanted to put down a battle mat, you Absolutely. know, you can, it's, it's got a lot of room on these tables. Right. 
Oh, yes. Uh, the four by six is not to the outer like rails. Mm. The four by six is the play surface. Yeah. And then the rails kind of add about five to six inches, a little bit more on each side to kind of allow for the cup holder. They try to have a rail system. Everything kind of goes on those rails. Um, and even for the DM, I don't have any in yet. They've been backward and I can't wait till they get in. But they have one that goes on the rail. That's a DM screen. So oh, it kind of wow. gets stuff off that playing surface so you can yeah. have your map. You can have your resources or things that you know others need and uh, you know i know a lot of people are going towards tablets going mm -hmm. towards things and so having power on the tables also helps i know that we go into some places you know i've seen people go okay already the, the kind of the veterans of the game store having their power strip in their you know extension cord yeah. to go okay because i know that i'm going to need to charge my phone i i use my you know laptop for my scenario and i have my tablet for my character and you know kind of all these different things and those got to be plugged in because you're, you're you've got them on the entire time so they're they're eating up battery Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so having it on the table to where they're not having to worry about, you know, I got to run this all the way to the wall. I can just, oh, well, I'm sitting kind of here on the end. I just wrap this around here and plug it in on the table yeah. to kind of keep people tripping, any hazards or anything, and just to make it convenient. And the nice thing is that they have the two power outlets, but they also have two USB. So if it's mm -hmm. phone only or tablet to where it is the USB that's charging them, you don't have to take up a, you know, outlet spot. You can just plug that USB right into the table. So it's able to again, try to give as much of a nice experience to where you guys come in and you can sit down at a table, you have everything pretty much at the table and you can get set up and going, you know, within minutes, right? You're not having to, you know, pull too many tables together or grab, you know, <laughs> different ad additions or things like that. It's really able to go. Um, in fact, I had a group come in and a gentleman brought his laptop and said, Hey, do you have Wi-Fi? I was like, yes, we have mm -hmm. Wi-Fi in there. Awesome. One of my members, it couldn't be here, but he's going to Skype in. Oh, Absolutely. very cool. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it, I don't want people to suffer their campaign or miss out on a week right. because someone had to be on a business trip or something, but they have that free time in that evening. Can they Skype in? Absolutely. That's I want to try to do as much as possible to help because I know I play in a Friday night campaign mm -hmm. and it gets frustrating whenever you're ready, you're going and all of a sudden, oh, well, I got this coming up. Okay, well, do we want to run with that person not here, or do we want to just cancel the way you know? Yeah, I want to do as much as possible to help people keep that going, and so whatever I can do, the, the store can do to kind of help that happen to say, hey, if you need Skype, if you need, you know, what, however we can help it out, let, let us know. And same with board games. I've tried to let people know, hey, if you want to come in, I have a copy of like Twilight Imperium 4th Edition or Gloomhaven or something like that that takes, you know, setup time. Just DM the business page. Let us know what time you're going to be there. We'll not only have your table reserved, we'll have the game set up. Try wow. to cut down that time so that you can come in and start playing. Because I know that it takes, you know, if you want to play through so many chapters or scenarios in those games, yes. if you're cutting, you know, your time already an hour, 45 minutes an hour just to set up, you know, if whatever we can do to help optimize that time, we want to try to do it. That's even. great. Yeah. Because that's how I see it. Again, I just see it all as my passion is the community trying to introduce those who are not really familiar, especially with more modern board games and things like that. Try to show them what's out there now. I've had some customers come in and say, man, where are the classics? I don't see Monopoly or the Game of Life or, you know, uh, I don't see Uno and Skippo and things like that. And it's like, well, I'll, I, I'll have classics. You know, I have Dominoes, Uno, some playing cards and things like that. But it's kind of that, okay, well, if you like this, how about I show you 
this. Yeah. They, they've refined it. It's it's like this. It has the same mechanics. It's a resource management or it's a, you know, um, a, a economy-based, you know, game or something. But here, they've done it a bit better. Right. Here, let me show you this one. And just slowly kind of introduce them to a bit more modern games. Yeah, because most people, most people at their homes, they have the Monopoly, the Life, right. that kind of thing. This allows them to try out a game because these games can be pretty expensive. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Twilight Imperium, you know, you're talking about 150 Gloomhaven yeah. about 180 <laughs> or so. So being able for them to come in and get a chance to play it. I'm a yeah. big advocate for play it before you pay for it. Sure. Just simply because, and then if you come in and pay your, you know, whether it's a the $5 fee or a table fee or whatever the case may be, you play a game, you like it, we want to be able to credit some of that and you want to purchase it, we'll credit some of that towards that purchase. That's great. Because again, I'm not... I, I don't want to have people feel like either I don't have retail and it's like you can only play it if you come to my store. Right, yeah. You know, because yeah. it's one of those things where, well, what if you have family over? If there's something, well, then they have kids. Well, it's easier for us to play at home and we want to play this game. Well, yeah, I'll sell you a copy. Yeah. I have no problem doing that. And I just hope that it's those who have family and chance to do that, it's great. But being in Midwest City, and I've dealt with it kind of my whole life, even through elementary school, of kids coming and going because we are, you know, right next to an Air Force base. Yeah. We have a lot of military that are here for a stint of two to four years and then are gone. So for those, it's kind of nice to have a place to come together, meet people who have like-minded hobbies and things like that, and meet people, you know, get a chance to exchange numbers and things and be able to enjoy and play games and kind of have a home away from home. Yeah. Have you had much uh, from, from the tinker, from the military base of, of, of people coming in and playing it all yet? Yes, absolutely. Oh, great. We've had people coming in. In fact, uh, we have some people who come in on their lunch or something. They're going to, we're right next to a firehouse subs. And so they're coming and their door entrance is right. You have to look into our store basically to go into that one. And so we'll see them kind of look and they'll still be like in their fatigues or in their mm -hmm. dress and they'll stop in real quick and go, hey, oh man, I got a guy, the guy's on tinker that we play match. Magic Commander, or we play, you know, we have a D&D &D group or things like that. And it's like, yeah, that absolutely, you know, come on in. If you want to bring them in, we're more than welcome to help them meet new people. Because you can only play your friends so often until you're tired of either beating beating up on them or being beat up on. Yeah, to where it's exactly. like, hey, let's get some new blood, you know, kind of in the group here. So, no, we've, we're, we've definitely been willing to help in meeting people. In fact, uh, we're uh, with a member of the Middle City Chamber of Commerce. And they put out a resource guide that goes to every family that gets kind of stationed at Tinker. And so we have our ad Great. in there and are on the directory so that they know, okay, because unfortunately, especially Middle City, I've lived there pretty much my entire life. Um, we kind of lack younger, uh, like, oh, what's the word? They was like, um, like play areas or in social spaces, oh, yeah. you know, we haven't had a movie theater since like That's 2001. Right. It used to be on 15th and uh, Air Depot. Air Depot. Was, yeah. yeah. I, I went and saw Planet of the Apes there when I was a kid. So I, yeah. Um, so, so not, not when it first came out. Right. <laughs> yes, but yes. So, so not knowing that was, you know, kind of a lacking thing because they did the economic development, did a report from mm -hmm. OSU that did an economic uh, development report saying, Hey, here, Here's where you're fine. Here's where things are lacking. And so knowing that, I was like, man, this is what the community needs. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also what the culture and the society needs. I'm meeting needs, and I'm also trying to do it at a very cost-effective yeah. point as well. 
because movies are great, but it's hard to socialize. You know, granted, you have some people probably in your family that feel like movies is the time to talk. And like, shh, no, I'm yeah, trying to watch the movie. Really you, know, right. <laughs> you know, but for most part, for movies, you're there to watch the movie. Yeah. Um, besides that, I know the skating rink had been around, and of course, that's kind of the social, you know, hey, drop me off at the skating rink, but I'm trying to add something else to where now you're not, you know, worried about maybe a physical harm or anything, you know, falling on a skates or anything. Also, right, exactly. Yeah. To people come in, and they know where they're at, they know what they're doing, you know, it's, okay, here we go, they're playing card games, they're playing games, it's stuff that they know or are going to be learning about, because... The board game library, I don't ever say, you know, hey, whenever you pay your fee, you come in, okay, whatever game you play, that's the only one you can play. Right. No, that, please, if you start to play something, you realize I don't like it, put it away, yeah. grab something else. Yeah. You know? you'll know fairly quickly, it's like, this is just not working for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's like my best friend and his buddy on the soft opening started to pull down a Feast for Odin going, all right, if we're going to build armies and kill each other, and you go, no, that's a resource management. <laughs> you know, no, you're not going to be doing that. And so they quickly realized, okay, this one's not, not for us. Okay, right. put that back up, you know. Uh, and that's, you know, I want people to be able to find stuff and – that's why I kind of pride myself on almost everything that I have in my in my store. I've at least played once, mm -hmm. and no, so that way I can help. I've had groups come in and, hey, hey Kelly, uh, how do you interpret this, or what exactly is this, or even sometimes I start to hear them start discussing something, and then it's like, okay, bring out the reference, which it's always funny. I love games that have a setup guide, and then you're like, oh, okay, this isn't too bad, you know, about four or five pages, but then you go. <laughs> Oh, rules reference guide, the actual you know, 30 manual. pages, you know, <laughs> and you're going, okay, hold on a second. Let me go to the appendix, okay, yeah. you know, index here, you know. Um, and so trying to be able to step in to help that process a little yeah. bit faster to say, oh, no, actually, you know, for this, you need to do th this way. And then once you do that, then that remedies that or you resolve this. Oh, okay. And then they can move on with their game instead of, you know, all of a sudden you take up 15 minutes trying, trying to, to figure look up out. The rules. <laughs> right. Ex yeah. Exactly. And so, uh, I mean, I try to be there at the store. Um, all the time mm -hmm. my uh, uncle has been helping me he kind of mans the front desk which allows me to kind of roam and kind of help people whenever they're you know what's this or what's that or you know to kind of and talk to people mm -hmm. I, I mean i kind of pride myself on being a people person i like to be able to talk with everyone that comes in the store if they have any questions or they have any concerns or they have anything you know I'm, i want I want the community to know that they can come to me and not feel like, oh, I just know it's going to fall on deaf ears. I don't have to worry about it. Right. Probably the hardest thing I'm going to have to learn in this process is that you can't please everyone. Yeah. And so that's where I got to know, okay, I kind of for the great, the greatest good that I can mm -hmm. to do something um, is what it's going to be, you know, and that way I can kind of fix that and know that I'm not going to be able to help everyone, but I can try to do as much as I can. And, and in fact, you know, kind of mentioning that we had a family come in and on um, June 1st is whenever the fee structure goes into place. Mm -hmm. um, we've the, for the whole month of May. So we're on uh, what the 12th right now. So about halfway through the month for the whole rest of the half of the month, it's still free for the no fees or anything. I just trying to get people because there's a lot of people who just don't that aren't gamers that just don't understand right. it's like a game lounge okay wait what's the concept you have to pay to play board games because a lot of people think again what i gotta pay to pl play monopoly and be miserable for <laughs> two and a half hours uh, this doesn't make I flip any over sense. the table yeah <laughs> right, right exactly you know um and it's like okay i'm trying to get the concept here you know and i've had some people ask can i be around games absolutely mm -hmm. i want because for me i want to be able to learn as well if there's something you love 
absolutely. Maybe I want to add it to the board game library and I can purchase it myself to have there for the store. So I'm always willing to learn and listen, um, you know, about what games they like. And there's always brand new games coming out. Even that you you could, you could never hold all the games in that, in in no store could. And even uh, your, your independent games, uh, you know, we have on, on this show, a lot of times uh, the guys who did the Chihuascaria game, uh, which is a fantastic game, but it's independent, it's local. So a lot of people won't have that, but if they bring that in, maybe they can show it to you and you go, oh, well, that might be something that'd be interesting. There's Kickstarter games. Absolutely. There's always, you know, there's always brand new games and you just couldn't hold all of them. Right. And and that's the thing about it, because I even kind of harken back to before this kind of golden age of board games that we're in right now, yeah. is that back in the day, you had 52 playing cards, and all of a sudden, you come up with all these different ways to, to play, you know, certain games. But what was always great is that you could go to someone's house and say, okay, well, we're going to play this. And you go, okay, I don't know what that is. But then they start playing it and go, oh, I know what that is. We call it this, (laughs) you know. But that's that's how it was, was that everybody kind of had – you know, so many different ways you could play with 52 cards, but everybody just, you know, might have thought of the same thing, but they just called it different. So, you know, to have this time to where now – all these ideas is no longer a, well, you know, each person or individual or group has to kind of come up with ideas to play with things. It's now you have this opportunity for people to share these ideas and to simply put it on something like Kickstarter or Indiegogo or something and say, Hey, here's my idea. You know, they put their threshold on there. Hey, if we don't have an edit, that's great. We'll keep on refining and it'll just take a little bit longer. Maybe they promote it or put it out there. But if we could get, you know, $2,000. It'll just help us get that prototype a little bit faster or whatever the case may be. Um, And that's what's, I'm, I'm told, I love Kickstarter. I love being on there and trying to help as much as possible invest in. And that's where I'm also interested to get, you know, a bit more plugged in with the greater metro area and to see who's out there, what Mm -hmm. developers, gamers are out there that are trying to do things. Cause I would love my store to be able to, be a play test area to, for people to come in and say, hey, at least whenever I know I, I bring this, that I can have a contingent of people that are going to be interested and want to see it, yeah. see, it, see it succeed simply because they're a local person. Have you talked to the Oklahoma board game community? Yes, I have. In fact, um, I got a chance to pe- uh, speak with Mike uh, for almost about... Mike Dadalo, yeah. Yeah, Dadalo, yeah. yeah. Um, it was for about, um, God, almost probably two and a half, three hours in the store, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, just because... You, I know for me coming in, I'm still kind of that wide-eyed enthusiast that's going, man, I have all these ideas, you know, there's so much we can do with this, you know, Uh, and I haven't, I guess, kind of hit too many barriers yet to kind of, you know, deter that. But, uh, you know, just talking with him and going, man, here's kind of, here's who I am, this is what I'm about, but with that greater community area, here's some things that I would love to see. Mm -hmm. Here's some things because, you know, on the micro level, yeah, we have our geographical location, your your true-to-name local game store, the one that you are in a probably about a five mile radius of that you can call that's my local game store, which is great. And that's what I'm glad I've been able to kind of supply to the Eastern Oklahoma city, met, greater Metro area. But you do have other stores that are in the North, the South and the West that th- I really want there to see. And that's my passion. My hope is that there can be a more macro, a greater Oklahoma city Metro area to where you can have board game leagues or card game leagues to kind of i represent my local game store and now i'm going to go play at another local game store to you know play in competitiveness or things like that to promote community to promote things to be able to say hey you know 
I'm, I'm representing my store. We're coming to do this, but it's in, you know, you're getting to meet more people. Mm -hmm. You're getting to challenge others to where you're, you know, bettering yourself, you know, for some people, I know it's casual and they enjoy, but to be able to put your, you know, your local game store behind you and say, Hey, I'm going to go do this and have your support group come and say, Hey, yeah, we want to see so-and-so do well, because I know that I see him playing every Friday at the store. Mm -hmm. I know him by name, you know, and I want to go support him because he's going to be playing, you know, in the Metro league, you know, those are just kind of aspirations I kind of have right. for what I, what I would like to see, you know, when it comes to the macro, the macro of it all, because Oklahoma city, I mean, it's luckily we've been fortunate enough to where even in my lifetime, just see the growth yeah. of how it's gone from, I mean, I remember just having just like the brick town was like a street, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I still, I was going through uh, some memorabilia things the other day and I found like the opening ticket pass whenever the Bricktown ballpark opened because nice. we were big 89er ballpark fans and going and uh, we would sit on the hill and go catch foul balls or beat up kids to try to get the foul ball yeah. or, you know, and to, so, I mean, seeing it grow has been great. And I'm just trying to tag onto that and go, okay, we don't have to just be in our little micro area. Right. There, there is a community out there. I mean, to think, you know, 15, 20 years ago that there's even a, you know, group of people that want to listen to two guys, you know, talk about, you know, yeah, local game stores and playing games and things. It just, you know, kind of blows your mind a little bit, but it's one of those things that, I think it's there. It's yeah. here. I mean, it, it is here. That there is so many things out there that have helped bring the geek out of the you know closet and into yeah, the mainstream. And so, being able to say, "Hey, here's a place that's safe, that's fun, that maybe allows some things that you wouldn't be able to do at home here." That's what I. That's my whole mission. That's yeah. all what I want to do to create a community in Midwest City and and that that eastern Oklahoma County area, but also even further out into right. the metropolitan area. And and maybe I love the idea of like a, like a softball league, bowling right. league, where you get somebody from from Game HQ, someone from Edmund Unplugged, and someone from uh, Luton XP, and then someone from the Game Lounge, and we all get together and and, and have a, a battle royale. That then you and you're supported by your your your, your local gaming store absolutely and that allows you because and then you don't have to leave it to just card games you can almost yeah. do an olympic style like a decathlon type delta where you have your board gamers that you get so many points for how many people win at their board game yeah how many card gamers that they get to win at theirs you know and then maybe even do it by support uh, support for maybe role playing even and say hey we everybody's going through an adventure how many deaths how many successes mm -hmm. or you know certain things like that to where you can promote it for each one and then just tally it all up and i've loved the idea of like spray painting a you know like a game box you know gold or something and that store gets to you know yeah, put that up that there idea. you know like a trophy for you know three weeks and then or three months and then you can kind of let people know okay well hey in three months we're going to need more people to kind of take on this challenge can we win that back or can we keep it or can we yeah. hold it in you know and uh, like i tell a lot of people this really uh, springs from my um, time doing crossfit it's one of those mm -hmm. things to where it's very similar it's, it's a community diagram again for them it was fitness mm -hmm. but for here it's gaming yeah it's a it's a hobby it's something that is fun for some people it is you know that competitive edge that they can get because for some people and it was kind of even five ten years ago softball or you sure. know bowling just like you're saying it was kind of that oh we still get together relive those glory days to where now it's kind of like well 
you don't see those leagues having younger people. It's kind of the older generation that's kind right. of keeping that going while everyone else is kind of moving either esports or board gaming. Right. And so being able to say, hey, let's take that and, you know, competitiveness, but also to do, because, man, I would love to be able to see it, to do it for even community outreach. Right. To be able to do sponsor. I know that we have, like, Extra Life and things mm -hmm. like that. So to kind of have competitiveness. Raising that, money for a good cause. That, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that why why keep it micro? Why keep it, you know, to just a one local game store that you know feeds or has an area of you know about 10 you know square miles or something that they're pulling from whenever we could have multiple games or the, the greater oklahoma city metro area all pulling together to help for a cause right so starting in june you guys are going to be uh putting in a new uh pace schedule what is the what is the, the what or the what's the what's what's going to be right okay so um i'm fortunate enough to, i got it up on the website um uh, about two or three days ago and so uh, for the casual gamer, it is going to be still the $5 per person, and that covers the whole day. That's access to the board game library, the tabletop resource library as well. Um, those who are like card gamers, mm -hmm. you know, not really having a big library for them, um, if you buy three booster packs, you get your uh, that fee waived, the $5 oh, fee waived. Oh, wow, wave. that's great. Um, same with board gamers. If you end up purchasing a board game, we'll put a portion of that fee towards the cost of the board mm -hmm. game. And then um, it was hard to kind of do it on a per person to kind of incentivize for tabletop role players, but that they kind of get their incentive on the table fee. The next step would be a table fee. And so looking at $30 for the four by six, which again, that's kind of caps out at eight people. Mm -hmm. And then uh, $15 for the four by four, and that caps out at six, uh, at six people. So that, and then for the incentive for groups, because typically four by sixes are going to be groups that are coming in because, hey, we run our campaign every Friday or mm -hmm. every Saturday. Um, the incentive for them is that if after three weeks, and it, they don't have to be consecutive, but uh, every fourth week would be free. That's wonderful. Yeah. So if it, it, even even if they come maybe biweekly, correct. Then then once every uh, two months they get a free table. Absolutely. So that way, say you have six people in a group, you're looking at if it is weekly. If you're doing it, one person pays it each time. You're mm -hmm. looking at about every two months. You're having to come up with thirty bucks. Or if you're biweekly, it'd be every four months. And that's you got to come up with thirty bucks. Um, after that would be memberships, and that's kind of mm -hmm. more the ones who aren't just card gamers aren't just board gamers aren't just role players maybe they like to do all three mm -hmm. so that the first one would be the adventures membership and that's one that is able to do two nights a week and that's thirty dollars per month so if you oh wow that's if, not too bad yeah right so you're basically getting the fourth week those two days in the fourth mm -hmm. week free um, and so that one would be one that say you know that you have a role-playing group but you also like to do you know, magic or something. Mm -hmm. So you have those two nights. And I say that on average, that's probably an average, you know, not a hardcore gamer, not a casual gamer. They're one that they know the two nights that they're going to come, that they're going to invest that time and effort. And, the, and, that, and that's kind of the average. Um, then the final one would be the champions membership. And that's the one that is unlimited to wow. where you pay it once that in the month mm -hmm. and you have unlimited access to come in. Um, It'll be kind of a little hashtag there. I'm guaranteeing tables to members, but it is kind of, you know, a little asterisk with as long as you give about a 12 hour notice. So right. if you say, hey, tomorrow we're coming in at 1 p.m., we'll have that reserve sign out there. Your table's there. You don't have to worry about, oh, are we going to have a table or not? 
Granted, that would be a great problem for me to have if we're actually, you <laughs> yeah. know, running out of tables. But, you know, I want there to be an incentive, you mm-hmm. know, for um, also for the Champions membership for events. So pre-release events, tournament events, things like that. It would be half price event fee oh, for wow. Champions members as well. So another incentive for them to say, hey, I'll go ahead and go with the Champions membership. That is, you know, the $50 per month. But that, that allows $50. me... Still, that's a really good price. I mean, if you're looking at five dollars, if you come in right. more than ten times, ten times, it's it's paid for itself. Absolutely, and, and you and and you can come in anytime you want. Um, I, just a, a wonderful deal. I mean, basically for for anybody who's who knows they're going to be out there gaming a lot. Absolutely, uh, it's it's a it's a great deal. So uh, right, and and the one thing that I probably heard, and it wasn't just one person; it was kind of from the community, and it was a one th- like line and the thread that connected them all was. We the community wants to feel like they're getting a good deal or kind of getting over on the store, but still able to support the store. Yeah. And that's I feel like those are kind of the best ways at this point to try to incentivize and also know that as a store, you have that, you know, whether it's on the first or the 15th, that those subs are coming in, Mm -hmm. that you're able to pay those bills. But you're also knowing, okay, you have those members. And if anything, once they're members, you're hoping that they're feeling that kind of kinship with the store mm-hmm. to say, this is my local game store. Right. This is this is a place I want to come. This is a place I want to bring my friends, my family. This is the place where if I know, hey, I haven't been having a good day, I can go there, that I can meet with my group, and we're going to be able to just have fun. We yes. can kind of cut those inhibitions and just enjoy ourselves. And so, and, th- and that's what, that's a place, that's what I want it to be. You yeah. know, I guess if you want to put a theme song to it, it'd be like cheers, cheers I want yeah. you, to, you know, where everybody knows your name. You yeah. Can come and in. I've got my gaming places that I do that as well. It's, it's so, it's so good to be able to walk in. They really know who I am and know that, right. that, uh, that I'm coming in there and I'm, I'm a safe player. I'm not going to be, you know, rude or, you know, and, and we, because we're there to monitor because we're, we take pride in our place. Right. And we monitor ourselves. We go, well, okay, you know, we don't want, you know, we want to make sure that it's a safe place for kids. We want to make sure it's a safe place for everybody to come in and enjoy themselves. Absolutely. Um, I did actually think the $5, I don't know if you've heard any complaints, but I always think, I always gauge entertainment by how much does it compare to a movie. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, if you if you go to the matinee, you might be able to get a five dollar movie, but right. mostly it's going to cost ten dollars or Absolutely. more to go see a two hour movie. This is five dollars for all day, right? For as long as you want to sit there and play, which is a, a great deal just for five dollars. It's still, I mean, you get there and you can play anything you want for as long as you want, right? Absolutely, and there are, and again, it's hard to kind of get everything on a website or a fee structure, and that, like I said, that's why it's so nice to be a small business owner, to have the smaller caveats if someone comes in and says, hey, I, I, you know, I can only get here by 9, I know you, know you close at 11. Awesome. How about 250? Yeah. You know, because prorated. I mean, if sure. you can't be there that entire time, at least... I'm feeling that they're wanting to contribute to the store. And it also says, hey, at least he understands that I'm not going to get my full time mm-hmm. that I would if I came in at six or seven or so o'clock, you know, o'clock. Yeah, whereas this was a corporate thing. There's no way you can make oh, any no. kind of deal like that. This is, you know, but the self-ownership, that means they can talk to you and go, look, let, you know, let's let's try and work out a deal that, that you know, works for that the, the right. prorated as we're getting close to closing time. Right. And, and same with groups. I don't mm-hmm. want to see groups have to miss out on a campaign or something, you know, just because, man, we love coming to your store. But this month, you know, we had some health issues or car issues. And so yeah. just kind of bills and going, hey, that's fine. How about you got your uh, two weeks in this would have been your third. But how about we'll take that one as the free mm-hmm. one and then just come pay the pay the next one. Right. And that's how I want it to feel. I, you know, I wish it could be almost even a more 
barter and trade system, <laughs> but you yeah. know, it, it, unfortunately, that's not the world we live in yeah. anymore. <laughs> you know, and so, and so, you kind of have to do that. I mean, yeah. and that's the thing that. I love about it is being able to say, hey, you know, not having that corporate going, okay, you know, and doing as I've seen other people do and all of a sudden, you know, pull the nice, oh, you only have to pay 10 cents to start your membership, you know, and then, <laughs> oh, but after that, you know, it jumps up to, you know, 200 bucks per month, yes, you know, exactly. but again, that's. I want people to, those who are gamers, to feel like this is kind of their their local game gym yeah. is basically what it is. I'm helping to provide, like for tabletop role players, maps, miniatures, resource books for the public to use. Uh, for the board gamers, again, everything that's on the shelf that's open, uh, my library is able to take down and play. Which is a really extensive. When I got to go to CNC on Wednesday, it was an extensive library of, of games out there. Thank you. Yeah, that's, mean, It was amazing about the number of games you could, you could play. Right. Just pick them up and go. And that was the hope. My kind of idea, which I've already played so many of them, but my idea was, okay, let me go to kind of a you know known uh, source like Board Game Geek, looked mm -hmm. at their top 50 and went, okay, get with my uh, distributors. How many of those can I get from my distributor? Okay, now how many do I need to kind of go outside of those realms because you do have your independence or your sure. kickstarted or so on and so forth. And I was like, okay, I tried to keep my eye on that top 50. I also, and a lot of times the, the only things that kind of move in or out are either new games that either are a big publisher, you know, Fantasy Flight, Plaid Hat, things like that, Catan Studios, or it is, you know, ones that are kickstarted, which I'm hoping that I'm keeping my eye enough that, oh, okay, good, I got that one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kickstarted <laughs> yeah. that one. Um, and that's what the hope of the store is as well, is that on Saturdays right now, every uh, second and fourth Saturday, we're doing demo days. And right now we're kind of doing more of the, you know, gateway games, trying to get people understanding kind of your your easier ones to understand. I think uh, right now we're uh, going to do for the fourth Sunday, which I know that ends up being the uh, Memorial Day weekend Sunday. Right. But we will still be doing Seven Wonders. We're going to be oh, yeah. kind of teaching Seven Wonders uh a way to kind of go through that uh, that one. You say the demo days are second and fourth Saturdays? Saturdays, okay. yes. Um, the gentleman who's helping me with that, his name is Brian Decker. He's kind of helping me do that. Uh, he'll, he's helping uh, kind of watch some videos and learn. A lot of them he's played as well, but just kind of refresh and then mm -hmm. come in. We'll already have it set up. We'll go over set up, go over kind of what are the steps in a turn, you know, kind of your basic things as, to, as much as possible to where once they kind of walk away from that, they can take it down off the shelf and start playing That's themselves. Great, yeah. And then as we kind of get through, you know, being a new store, as those Kickstarter games start dropping, that's whenever we'll be doing the mm -hmm. demos for, hey, here comes Grimlord's Everrain, or here yeah. comes Awakened Realms, you know, Fall of Avalon. Here we go, you know, and then we'll we'll put those out there and say, okay, these are, no one's played these yet. We just got ours in. That, let's learn. Let's figure yeah. out how to do this. Um, because... No one really likes to show up and, you know, have to read a 40-page booklet <laughs> yeah. how to, how to you know, uh, play something. And so being able to kind of take the lead in that and say, hey, here's a new game. Let's try this out. Let's yeah. see how this goes. Um, so that's one of the things we're doing. Uh, the schedule as well, we're still kind of working on. Um, I kind of did a poll. And, of course, anytime you know, you think you do a poll, it's going to be a nice, okay, it'll be def definitive. One is this way, <laughs> one is that way. No, it's yeah. split right down the middle, yeah. D&D, Adventures League. Uh, we're trying to pick a day on that, actually, split right down the middle, 50-50, Monday and Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of like, okay. So now kind of with the idea of having Monday closed, I'm now going to try to bounce the idea off of that oh, group. Yeah. Hey, how about Sunday? Does Sunday work? Again, trying to be on a, a weekend, a time where people aren't working or things like that. They'll say, hey, how about a Sunday? So, again, we're trying to get that. A Sunday afternoon would be amazing. I don't think anyone's doing a Sunday afternoon right. uh, 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 
DDAL at all. Awesome. So that might be one of the because I mean I'm, I I try to keep up with that. So so I know what what gaming place you're doing. I don't think Sunday afternoon is being done at all. So maybe you know. You get done with church, you know, like you're just wanting to hang out. What do you want to do? Hey, why don't we run down to, to Game Lounge and, and get in on a game? Going? Absolutely. And that's, I mean, and you hit on that right on the head. I'm really trying to stay off those other nights. I really want to optimize for gamers that if they say, hey, I know in the greater Oklahoma City area, I can take a character from one to two in a matter of like a week. I don't sure. have to wait on two to three weeks to get those, you know, adventures run to get those experience points. No, I'm able to go right in. And in one week, if I hit this store on this day, this store on this day yeah. and this store on this day, you know, I can, I can optimize my time. And that's what I want it to be. Yeah. I really view the other stores out there, you know, Edmund Unplugged, Game HQ, Luna XP, you know, Game Face or Newcon, mm -hmm. things like that. I view them as it's the greater community, the board right. game community. Right. This I, isn't competition. Absolutely <laughs> not. There's not. There's not enough of them. There's still plenty of space for everybody. Right. Absolutely. And if anything, it's one of those things to where, granted, there are, you know, companies like Wizards who kind of say, hey, if it's Friday Night Magic, it's hard to do Friday Night Magic on Thursday night. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, Friday Night Magic is Friday Night Magic. But, you know, any other thing I want to be able to try to put out there and say, hey, if you're a society member who loves Pathfinder, you know that you got Thursday at this place. Well, now I can say, okay, I'm going to do it on Tuesday. So, you know, you have Tuesday here. So, yeah. if you want to... Uh, optimize that I, I really don't want it to be a oh who do i choose and i try to stomp my you know flag in the ground and go okay i'm going to be the best society yeah. you know store on this day it's like it doesn't make any sense to me i'm just trying to optimize for players to be able to play multiple times in different stores um so we're still working on working that schedule right now um we are in our orientation right now with WPN for Magic. Mm -hmm. So what uh, those who probably uh, don't know what that means is that we have to do 90 tickets in four weeks. 90 tickets okay. means that people playing at the store, not just one, it's not a unique to where, you know, 90 tickets means 90 unique members who pass the store. No, 90 tickets means 90 times that people or a person has come in and we put their DCI number down into mm -hmm. the system, we report it, and then Wizards basically can say, okay, in four weeks, he had 90 times that he did a casual event, or and luckily, even if someone comes in with just their friend or their son or something like that, DCI numbers, and they sit down and they play a game of Magic, I can report those That's DCI right. numbers in. And, you know, so we got to kind of hit that threshold. And so I know it's kind of been tough because War of the Spark just dropped a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. You have Modern Horizons that's about to have their pre-release. Fortunate, fortunate we were able to get in and we'll be ready to go for pre-release for Core Set 2020. Mm -hmm. But we still have to hit that 90 ticket threshold in four weeks. So it's kind of that almost like you know, feel like Jerry Lewis needing to go on a marathon and go, okay, here's our 90, you know, yeah. let's see if we can get that down to zero, you know, and kind of come on in, you know, and have people know that they're contributing to the store, but it's also helping us get to that threshold because that's really the only way you don't get a part of the WPN is if you right. do not hit that threshold. And well, and I know that uh, for, for D&D, uh, Salt Marsh is coming out at the end of the yeah, month. Ghost of Salt uh, I mean, maybe... Uh, have some kind of a tournament type thing where you just hey everybody come on on a, on a pick a night and right. have everybody come in and you guys just play you know have a DM that's ready to go with Salt Marsh and, and roll up some characters and go yeah I yes like that. I don't know that and that's the thing is that I wished and because being a more of a tabletop role player I wish that. WPN, the Wizards Play Network, was a bit more friendly yeah, to the yeah, Adventures League, yes. you know, and because I asked them, I was like, okay, well, once I get Adventures League, can I report those no, oh, DCI numbers? And they go, 
absolutely to keep record, but it won't count towards your oh, tickets. Ah, it's only it's, magic. Oh, it's only magic, yeah. Right. And so it's like, okay, which, I mean, I understand. That is the, you know, adage of if you want to be a local game store, you almost have to serve the magic you have to have if you want to sure. survive, you know. And that's the thing is that I know that, I say I know, at least from what I've kind of done my research, it doesn't seem like there's a heavy magic night for Luton XP, and they've been able to, mm -hmm. to, to sustain and keep on going. I just know that there is a community, at least around Tinker and everything, that there is a magic community out there. Sure. Oh, yeah. I'm just kind of calling on those guys to come out and, and just play. Because yeah. I, as soon as I get that 90 threshold, then we can really start rocking and rolling and having sanctioned Friday Night Magic, get your Planeswalker points, get that opportunity to where if you want to go regionals, you want to go you know, to the world and things like that, that they have the opportunity to. Yeah. And not only that, I mean, if you're from the game lounge and you're doing that, let me know. I have no problem just saying, hey, I'll spawn that you need some, you know, travel fare to get over to worlds. Hey, just wear something that says the game lounge right, on it. You're, taking, you're like taking the name with you. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I'm totally for that. I'm totally for saying, hey, yeah, let's go. Let's get your name on there. Well, I mean, let's see whatever we can do, fundraisers, anything to help sponsor them. Because if that's their passion and they enjoy it, I want to help them do that. If they're using and coming to my store to do that, I want to support them in whatever way I can. Just like people who want to create a game, if people want to create a new system, if anything like that. I mean, I could be, I would love to be like a local, you know, Kickstarter for local mm -hmm. people just, you know, here instead of having to depend on, you know, clicks. And then all of a sudden, man, we hit our threshold, but we only were able to have, you know, 25% of the cards go through or something, right. <laughs> you know, it's kind of a, being able to be there. But I've always been a part of the, I've always been community driven. I kind of feel like in today's society, traditions and things have kind of gone by the wayside. It, it's everything has become, you know, well, this is just how we do. This is what we do. Yeah. That that it's not a sense of heritage, not a sense of traditionally. This is what we do. Like today, mm -hmm. yeah, it's Mother's Day. Yeah, I'll call my mom or I'll see my mom or something like that. But well, what 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 about a tradition? What what about taking mom to do this or doing you yeah. know something like that? So I think that that kind of is like so trying to you know create something or trying to do something to where man if you know people could even the thought of having the idea of someone saying you know going to the game lounge on friday nights is tradition yeah would be i, I mean that just gives me goosebumps right now yeah. they, they thinking about it you know and even relationships people meeting we met at the game lounge you know yeah. hey we're married now but we met here you know that's that's what the place is meant for yeah. and that's what i it's not and I, like I tried, tried to tell people, I did not start this to make money and make millions. <laughs> yeah, it's about creating community of people. Absolutely. Yeah. It's about creating community of people in an area that I know that I love and I've come from and that I want to share that. And I think that there's, like I said, enough people out there that they want to share that with their family or friends as well. Yeah. You know, that they can come in and say, hey, look what we do here. You know, check this out. Try this game. Um, I had one gentleman who uh, even bought uh, Catan to send to his mom for Mother's Day to say, hey, here's what I love to do. I understand you might not understand this, but try to play it. And then the next time we see each other, we can play it again. But this is this is a part of me. This is something that is my hobby that is part of what makes me me, and I want to share it with you. Cool. And I think that's that's the epitome of what I want the game challenge to be about, for people to be able to come in and say, hey, here's what – you wonder what I'm doing on Friday nights or Saturday nights. Here's where I'm coming. This is what I'm doing. 
in that way, families and people can look and go, okay, this is actually really neat. Okay. It's not just around a family kitchen table anymore. It's, it's out there. It's where you can go and meet people who love the same things you love and can connect and have that social experience and enjoy themselves. That's great. Now we've got to close it down, but I, I yeah. want to know the hours right now. What are your hours right now? Hours right now um, is 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. on weekdays. And then it is 12 p.m., so noon to midnight on Saturday. And it, once we open on Sunday, mm -hmm. it'll be the same, 12, be noon to midnight. Okay, good. Okay. And and that, when do you think you might switch over to the Sundays? Do you, I'm thinking do you, do you I, also, I, I think or? June 1st. I think okay. try to make all those kind of changes at the beginning of the month. As, was, that'd be the best time. Um, and then uh, two quick things would be May 20th, we are doing a board game event hosted by uh, at the Game Lounge with the Oklahoma Board Game Community. Oh, great. So that's uh, May 20th, that Monday. We will be raffling off a uh, Game of Thrones, the board game second edition. Ooh, yeah, that's awesome. Perfect timing for that. Absolutely. <laughs> we, we actually, that was what we demoed this past Saturday. Got a chance to sit down and teach some people how to, how to play the game. So hoping that that draws uh, some interest. Um, also, with all the changes on June 1st, um, I had a family come in again. Like I said, I'm all about community. I had a family show up, and their daughter, Shelby, is uh, trying to raise some money to go to national. She's a tumbler with Tumble Stars gymnastic oh, yeah. team. Um, they're in Midwest City, and so they're going to nationals. It's held at the ESPN Worldwide Sports Complex in Orlando, and they're going June 13th and 16th. And so I wanted to, with that first day, June 1st, for the uh, the fees and things from 6 to, we'll go to 10. Mm -hmm. 6 to 10. That's a Saturday, right? That is a Saturday, Saturday yes. So, again, a Typically a, a busier night, which is which is great because I want a portion of those fees from six to ten to go to her and her family to kind of help that cost to get her there to that's to great. nationals. Getting them getting them to go to, to nationals, nationals. Uh, uh, tumbling that's wonderful. Yes, and, and that's the thing is that I mean I I knew exactly what they were talking about. I've seen Tumble Stars before. I had friends in you know elementary school and stuff who went through their mm -hmm. program at Tumble Stars. So I mean, and again that's. That's what I'm about. I'm, I'm, I want to be able for people to come and say, hey, you know, this is what I want to do. And I can either say, awesome, let's figure out a way to do it, you know. And that's, you know, it's just, ugh. It just gets so kind of oh, yes, community, community. <laughs> but and what uh, social media? How can people find out about you? Do you have do you have a website yet? Yes, okay. the website uh, is thegamelounge.mwc.com. So that is just for basically Midwest City. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, whenever you're buying domains, things know, that are yes. you know general enough like the Game Lounge have been purchased up, for yes. a long time. I was amazed Okie Geek was never taken up, but okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Game Lounge, MWC for MidwestCity.com. Correct. Uh, you've got Facebook? Facebook, so it's the same, the Game Lounge MWC. If you search that or if you do Facebook.com forward slash mm -hmm. the Game Lounge MWC, you'll find us there as well. Are you guys on Twitter? Yes. Okay, good. What's your, is it Twitter, same thing? Yes, it, it is the Game Lounge, but I believe that one ended up being like the, because I was able to do the Game Lounge, but of course they tagged a number on and, oh man, of course I wouldn't know that <laughs> number <laughs> right off the top of my head. Search the Game Lounge Twitter, you could probably pull it right up. Right. Or and, the Game or, Lounge City. Or even um, on the bottom of our website has the little Twitter button that you can hit there to uh, follow us on Twitter. That's wonderful. So people can, and that's why people can find out what's going on. Uh, right. You're thinking you might actually have some kind of a, we're going to be playing type of thing. Does anyone want to join? What that, I'm trying to think what that would be called. Basically just kind of a, a 
hey, we're going to be showing up to play Twi uh, Ticket to Ride. Uh, we've got two people right now. Does anyone want to join us type of thing? Uh, I won't. I'm kind of going back and forth on whether I want to do a forums on yeah. the website or wanting to do groups underneath the Facebook business page and do a board game group, do a magic group, things like that, to where then they can put a post up and it's getting to that community so they know, hey, we're getting, you know, together we have four of us, you know, we're going to go play, uh, you know, pandemic or yeah. you're going to play something or even magic magic is probably the biggest one to where sure. just needing someone to say hey i'm taking a deck i'm looking to play standard format i'm showing up and i'll be there from this time to this time and for people to go oh, okay yeah awesome yeah, I'll, especially because be if you can't just go there and hope that there's someone else playing magic you've got to you know because there right. might not be so it'd be right. nice to go hey i've got to be there and i'm gonna be there at noon if anyone wants to join me, I'm, that's where I'm going to be. And maybe you know, five, six people, that'll help, help you get to your... Get the, that ticket <laughs> market. Yes. Absolutely. And same with role players. I would love for theirs to be just filled with either DMs or GMs saying, mm -hmm. hey, looking for players. You know, hey, I got this cool, I want to run this adventure path, or I want, I have this cool homebrew, yeah. or even players, you know, because sometimes you have four friends, you want to play together. You don't want someone to have to DM or GM, you know, so you can say, hey, looking for DM services. We have yeah. four of us. Because, um, and again, basically just think of what you see on Roll Call or Roll 20 and be able to put that into a more localized going, hey, we're going to be up here at the game lounge. And that's having a public spot helps, you yeah. know, instead of inviting and strangers to your home. And you're just, <laughs> you know? uh, you're a couple of miles, you're just about a mile south of I-40. So you're real easy to reach to. Uh, right. or, and I actually, uh, I mean, I live uh, in Northwest Oklahoma City. When I drove back, I actually didn't even take the highway. I still got back to my place in like 30 minutes. Absolutely. So you can get to Midwest City within 30 minutes. The beautiful thing about Oklahoma City, it's the, like the third largest city in the world, but you can get anywhere you need to within 30 minutes. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> so it's not too hard. Right, and if anything, the, the nice thing is that you know it being west and east seems to be the better places to be because i-35 north and south just seems to be <laughs> oh man that's where you're gonna get to exactly right so and that's the thing is that really as soon as you kind of start seeing those tinker gate exits you know you're getting close yeah exactly right <laughs> off of douglas uh between Correct. 15th and 29th street right Fantastic. Oh, Kelly, it's so much. Thank you so much for stopping by and yeah, talking absolutely. to me about this. I really appreciate the time and being able just to share my passion. <laughs> it's awesome. And then go out and see it. Uh, what is your actual exact address? It is uh, 2301 South Douglas Boulevard, Suite 105. Fantastic. Are you a personally on Twitter? Uh, I am not, no. No, just, just the game. Yeah. Just the, just the game lounge is all, yes. Correct. Um, go out there and enjoy it. It's going to be, it was a great place and it, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, that be, be a part of a tradition. People be going out there and enjoying themselves for, for years to come. Yeah. Well, maybe you need to come out and do some Adventures League sometime. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love it. Uh, more D&D. &D. Yes, I need more D&D &D in my life. Kelly, thank you so very much. Thank you. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our brand new home with our podcast friends at mostlyharmless.media. Also on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. And do you or someone you know have an event coming up? Please let us know so we can talk about it on our show. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Be sure and subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at KOSU Michael C. Until next time, along with Kelly Swartz, I'm Michael Cross, reminding you to keep calm and geek on.